What's that in the deep, dark cyber night? It's Wandering Monster Roll Initiative! Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's test table where we don't play test games. We stress test them. My name is John Baldisberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. And... It occurs to me that I'm one of the only Charles and I are the only people that say I am the the new three the the uh, new triumvirate the uh, the trinity that is one um, they all just state their names um, I am now concerned that I am being bamboozled that you are not Bridget Ian and Charles Patchkey I now think that you are just saying those people's names. It's I almost will... like you're trying to parse Latin here, John. Like, you're not using the right tense of I am in service. Like, <laughs> all right, Mr. Quid Pro Blow Me. Oh, like... No, 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 no. So, no, this, this, this tracks because by saying I am, it means that I believe that I am an entity separate and extant from everyone else. Whereas if I am just stating this frame of existence that I am, I am saying I am a part of you, dear viewer. And dear right cast, and I am not separate. Yeah. We are all with, one in Hoffman's embrace. Yes, yeah, audience, with, we're all in you. With this new understanding of saying I am or just your name to, to say that we're embracing the audience and each other, um, let me just say I am John Baldisberger. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, he's the great ever, I am. Have you ever looked at your role playing game and said, This is cool, but what if instead it was uh, 5e or a d20 system, and also I want it to be in a modern city where I can hit people with a baseball bat mitt that makes them poop themselves? That last um, bit for sure, yeah. And honestly, that's what I'm one with. I'm one with that struggle, that question of what if I could roll a d20 and then hit someone with a stick that makes them poop themselves? Um, friends, there's only one way to figure that out. Tonight we're playing Cyber Blood. Um, that's about my knowledge of what's happening. So, Ian, take it from here, friend. <laughs> well done, Absolutely. John. So... Cyberblood is getting ready to kickstart, and it is also supported by our friends at World of Game Design, product of Michael Scott and other people. Um, this is a, if you were the person that lived in that neo-tech noir future bubblegum pop realm of like the 80s to 90s if you were really influenced by things like bubblegum crisis mm -hmm. Appleseed, mm -hmm. um any kind of gundamy aspect uh dirty pair flash the matrix all those things shadow run uh, some people have probably heard of that one if you really like that kind of gritty but so flashy pop driven cyberpunk future that's what this this really kind of scratches that itch. Uh, it has kind of a cinematic feel to the character design with some really fast and fun elements that bring your character to life, as well as like a little character guide of like how to personify this kind of given the mail view of all these different influences. And it has a very robust appendix at the end. This is really kind of uh, gives you that opportunity. 
Uh, the alpha is available for right now. If you go to cyberblood.net, you can download the three books that kind of make their holy trinity. There is a introductory module of which we're going to be playing a slice of tonight. There is a gear guide and then the core book that you can see that once this gets really polished and really built out, because this gives you just a, a sample of those rules, it really is going to be something that really hits that niche genre, which is uh, something that, that that we've got a lot of gritty, dark sci-fi this is kind of the flashy punchy cinematic stuff that a lot of us grew up watching like cartoons or seeing those kind of cult movies so um uh, and for those of you playing at home tonight's words uh from ian are milieu robust and niche <laughs> so remember when you hear the secret word <laughs> yes, you're screaming ah! kids <laughs> take your shirt off uh, <laughs> Why do you think I wore buttons? That's right. Don't forget, if you do say all those three words, you get them stamped, you can redeem it for a prize at the gift shop in the Alamo basement. That's right. Go straight to that Alamo basement. And uh, you can ask the tour guide lady. I'll and, be um... waiting for you there. Large Marge <laughs> just made a cameo. <laughs> I'll get you oh, next time. Get I, I love it. I love it. That's a that's a good Doctor Claw voice. That's a good that, it, it is. I just I too bad I put my cat up because that would have been a perfect opportunity. So if you yeah. have a cat at home, do stroke it and then play John's uh, <laughs> voice. Did we ever uh, see so, Doctor Claw on that show? No. Uh, did you ever get a face reveal? That's a uh, I, I, he had an action figure. In the Roderick film, didn't they? No, no, there was an action figure. The action figure had a face, and when they sold it in stores, they put a sticker over it. So oh. they at one point planned on revealing Dr. Claw, but they never did it. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That is good. Spoilers, it was hey, Shutter hey. all along. Please, it reminds me of audience, the, uh, please applaud Patchy yeah. for that fucking deep cut. That's and as amazing. Long as, as long as we're talking 80s and 90s influence, I might as well also mention that I was also terrified by the nanny from Muppet Babies, who you only ever saw from the knees down. Uh, I just no, so hold up. <laughs> okay. Sean in the chat was just invoking that because I don't oh, really? think you yeah. read the chat. So I'm like, you and Sean are just like psychically yeah. linked. So make sure yeah, you visit yeah. him after the show. I figured I figured she was just cosmic horror from the knees up, and that you know it was too much to show the children. Um what nanny tended the Muppet babies. It was just you know, too much. That was my theory about my character in Mist as I played through those games because everyone would run away when I came in and I was like, what do I look like? <laughs> you were the creature I, from Bird Box. I read the tie-in novel from Mist even. Like, really? yeah, I, I was the first very one was killer. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened I to it. One. Yeah. yeah. There were more than one, but I read the first one on audiobook. I had it in my generic Walkman and I, I got we the are... tape. We are almost 10 minutes into the show. Was the length of, of one of your introductions, we... sir. I was just reminiscing. No, I bloviate. You fucking run the game. You remember your role on the show. I will turn this entire podcast around. No one goes back to me and Charles giving each other hand jobs while talking about monsters for two hours. <laughs> All right then. Well, Should speaking I of, <laughs> I hope it's. Well, speaking of which, that gives us a perfect and natural segue to discuss tonight's characters. So, yes, given that weird introduction, we need a very Dependence. weird individual. 
in penance what? for derailing things, I tell you what, I will do you guys a solid and go first tonight. Uh, that's mighty um, generous wow. of you. That's that's no problem. Uh, tonight, I will be playing um, Griffin Orr, but you can just call me Griffy. Uh, I am Griffy. a soldier is my class, uh, meaning that I'm not a literal soldier. I'm an enforcer. In my case, I am actually a uh, dishonorably discharged ex-soldier turned um, you know, hired muscle. Um, and my uh, interests include hitting people with bullets and other things that are sharp. So um, I don't think bullets are sharp, but yep, that's me. That's Griffy. Long walks and like beating people on long walks on the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shooting people, long walks on the beach, moonlight on a, I don't know, sword blade or something. Oh, that's just the fucking. Sorry, I'm. Uh, I got blinded as yeah, I looked. Yeah, I can see you, that. You need. You need to do dark mode, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do they have sunblock in Texas? Because you might need they, some. Dude, you do not know how much I need. They were all loving dying, and they were doing it down in Texas. Yep. Oh man, butthole surfers. That that was a that was a hilarious one to request. I heard that's what they called Utah you back in radio. college. Yeah. That 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 uh, they actually called me Gibby Hayes in college. Uh, no, um, so Butthole Surfers is really hilarious because like you kind of weren't allowed to say that on the radio in Utah when they were popular, <laughs> like even on the alternative stations. So they'd call them like B-hole Surfers or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, think, I love it. Yeah, super great. Love those guys. All right, so who wants to fall? Uh, in the wake of such a grand introduction of Griffey. Don't all clamor at once now, y'all. <clears throat> I am the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> I am the worm that nests in your groin. <laughs> I am Logan Reese, the vigilante. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. Did Dark did Dark Queen Dunk say that thing about the the worm in your brain? No, Queen so Dunk. Sure I just, I I just edited that tonight. right out of my memory. You know, I'm the favorite of the on. I am the subject that verbs in your object. I'm Dark <laughs> Queen Dunk. You verb a lot in those objects. I've seen it. So, yeah, uh, I am not playing. I am playing a character who is a vigilante, but who is legally distinct. From Darkwing Duck. <laughs> and are you introducing that character's uh, pseudonym? Dark Nut Foul. <laughs> In the oh, green room, Lord. we had a much better name planned out. Not better okay, as well. Fine, we fine. A... It's the corkscrew. Perfect. <laughs> we're, we're running with it. I understood that reference. I, unfortunately, I do too. I bet, I bet everyone in this uh, uh, chat understood that reference because you're all fucking sick. We're all, funny that we, we're all funny that we had a gooey duck reference earlier too. Yeah. Yep. That it, gets, it gets that way. Well, I, that's that's. But I'm done. Don't be shy. Don't right. be bashful. Um. So, uh, I guess you can you can call me Dusty. Um. Because, you know, I, I like to, you know, go about the world. I spent some time in the Peace Corps. Uh, tried to go out and help some people. Uh, you know, just out looking around, seeking everything in life that there was to know. And I learned that, you know, 
death is the ultimate thing in a world with infinite possibilities. Destiny falls silent. The call of uh, purpose is muted by the ever moving uh, <clears throat> machine of progress. Blah, blah, blah. I am playing a seeker. Uh, I, <laughs> I have a sniper rifle. Um, I am oh, a are, are important because I have a sniper rifle. That should be your introduction for everything. <laughs> you know, uh, Dusty, uh, he, uh, used to, you know, he used to like crave peace and then he realized, you know, paychecks matter and some people deserve to die. Well, I'll tell you this much with a sniper rifle. I believe that seek and ye shall find. Yes. Oh. Well, since all the betas are done. It's time for the alpha. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm Brooke Burton. I am an agent. And as you know, we are the best of the best. We are the most elite you can get in society. Um, I'm known for my silver tongue, for my kung fu skills, my frightful martial arts abilities. And uh, yeah, I am here to kick ass and take names, not necessarily in that order, but we'll see how it goes. Bridget, what got... is the pronoun for for Brooke? Because uh, that is, could be used. Brooke is definitely a he/him. A he/him, okay. Alpha Chad has entered the building. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually a Ligma male. <laughs> is that related to a Sigma male? <laughs> it, I mean, it's kind of the joke. That's half the joke. <laughs> I mean, Sigma male, which is funny because we have half a joke left. Ooh. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's the punchline. <laughs> uh, me, me making me be 40, 14 years old and unable to not make dick jokes in front of my urologist to my wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why? That was that was today's punchline. You know what? They get hazard pay for that. Don't worry about it, man. Let her rip when you're at the urologist. I mean, in every sense. You probably should until they have the goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> they give me a little. They give me a little bag for my urine samples. I'm like walking around with this like fucking paper lunch. I saw urine samples with cups. I just needed them. I just handed them a loose paper bag of pants. <laughs> they, they, they gave you a reverse Capri Sun. John, I don't think you were at a doctor. Just, just stick with straw. Just... <laughs> might have been like really high. <laughs> some homeless guy came up to you. It was just like, hey, uh, can I get you to piss in this bag for me? I see that bright green urine. <laughs> you you leave window by urologist behind the Denny's alone. <laughs> oh, Denny's All right. professional. If it was a Waffle House, I would be right. It's, it's not a dock in a box. It's a dock in an unmarked van. You know. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a little right. robos. <laughs> so. Uh, let me just set the scene, and then let's hop then into our adventure. So the world that you're going to be playing in cyber blood is we're going to be in the year 2041 which when we were kids sounded forever in the future but now we realize how close that really is and you're going to be operating in new seattle which there may be new new or maybe it's just regular new but to you you've always just known as new seattle all of you are have received you know, all of you are basically persons who are hireable some of you might be 
running from something and needing cash. Other of you just have expensive hobbies or um, various side activities that just require influx of cash. So all of you are available for hire. So you have received a kind of a mysterious invitation to a section of town that is very wealthy and to meet at the higher level of one of these ultra, ultra high rises. So you find yourself um, in a very fancy hotel looking for a, uh, the suite of a Mr. Blue. The glow of the evening city climbs through the suite's window and into the room. The flooring is a dense synthetic wood that radiates a coolness that stills the room further. Underneath a thick glass coffee table is a deep furry rug that nearly reaches the couches at either end. In the corner of the room is a black grand piano and a cushioned bench. The kitchenette, complete with a wine fridge, looks out into the rest of the room where your fellow retrievers are waiting for Mr. Blue, the fixer who hired you. The artificial fireplace crackles with an orange glow that dances light and shadows along the ground as you wait awkwardly or maybe uncomfortably long for the arrival of this Mr. Blue. Do any of you know each other from anywhere or is this your first time seeing each other for the first time? You want to make any awkward small talk? Now is the time. You guys ever think about how when you see someone for the first time, it's kind of the only time you'll see them for the first time? <laughs> Just a random thought that me, Dusty, is having <laughs> in my head. I mean, honestly, that that is uh, that is pretty remarkable on the real, like real life trolls. Mr. Patchkey, I was thinking, I was thinking, not that clever, not that well stated, but the same thing. I salute you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, whatever, whatever else is happening, uh, Logan, oh, sorry, the corkscrew um, <laughs> is kind of keeping to himself wrapped in a, a long, dark coat. Uh, you're in somewhere in Seattle, so coat's fine. Um, <laughs> I was going to say is it wrapped in a coat in here in Texas where it was 106 today, having a heat stroke? Um, well, New Seattle could be in Texas for all we oh know. Oh, no, shit. Ian, <laughs> is New Seattle in Texas? You know, geography has not been your smart, your strong suit. Um, <laughs> that has probably been beaten out of your skull by some of your first forays as a vigilante gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, but to you, you think tough. it is. You also think the moon also might be in Texas, so yeah. The you, real question I'm is, not, as, no, I'm I'm smart. I'm I'm super weak. I'm not. Oh yeah, no, but, I'm even dumber. This is, the, this is a dystopian future where the Texas oh, school no. board is really, really had to go at the, at the books. And don't don't forget that just because you're smart doesn't mean you're smart. Oh no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not smart at all. Um, <laughs> shit, I misread my character sheet. Uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, I like my how, see how you highlighted two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but here's my new plan. I shouldn't have like revealed that until you're like oh, trying to like I'm gonna no. disarm this bomb and it's like oh wait I'm not <laughs> Seattle smart. New Seattle is in Qua Quash Quashton. Um, no. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Logan Reese. Logan Reese is up in the middle of everyone, uh, talking, shaking hands, telling them that uh, this job is going to go super well. Just being like super likable. Okay. Now, just hey, as a what quick kind of car slide. do you drive? Oh, I I drive. Uh, I drive a Bugatti. Uh, is our feed I'm frozen? Out. I'm out. By the way. Um, nope. Did I hear Ian say asking if our feed was frozen? Looks yeah, frozen on mine. Okay, uh, weird. My no hiccups on my end. So okay, far. cool. Uh, That's real weird. It's just my computer, folks. So it's just normally I'm usually the first person to catch this when we do freeze. So it's just a one mon quality check. It yep. is because we you care about it. your experience, yeah. viewer. Um, Keep in mind that, as you recall, the corkscrew, there is a completely stocked wine fridge. Um, and being someone with uh, avian qualities, there's also a basket of fruits in the kitchen in. <laughs> Are there any crackers? Uh, you would have to rifle through drawers, but you do find a box. Okay. It is already open. I, I look at them, I look at corkscrew, and I look at them again, and I just sort of throw one onto the ground and see what happens. I don't resist. I'm not a. I'm not a duck. Oh, well, then <laughs> what I, are you I, talking I, about? Then I go to hand you a single cracker. I take the cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's what Dusty too. thought. Yeah, all right. There's more where that came from. <laughs> yeah. Now I know oh. why you're saying you're just going around being likable. <laughs> I hear you can eat free at Subway. Why <laughs> you're We're making this? While you're eating your crackers and making your small talk, there's a loud click, and you hear the sound of the sweets door electric lock open, followed quickly by the whoosh of the door sliding into the wall. A pair of men enter, and the door shuts behind them. One man, dressed in a professional-looking navy blue suit, looks each and up of you down before making his way to the window overlooking New Seattle. The other is built like a tank. He posts up on the other side of the room near the hallway leading to the bedrooms. He crosses his arms and takes a hit from an inhaler before letting a cloud evaporate from his nostrils. You can guess which one is Mr. Blue. He snaps his fingers and the window begins to tint, stretching the city lights into dark lines. The lights in the room automatically adjusts. He turns and looks at each of you again. <laughs> All of you are here, so let's begin. We have another meeting in an hour or so. Listen closely and save your questions at the end. I don't plan on repeating myself. And he looks slightly at your crumb-filled face for just a second uh, too long, John, uh, Logan. <laughs> you, uh, you know who I am. You know the job. The only reason why I'm making an appearance in person is so we can nail down the details. Uh, consider it a show of faith. For the past 15 months, the new Seattle Art and History Collective has been in possession of um, the most valuable ancient artifacts still in the hands of private collectors, the calf of Nakaman Common. Mr. Blue clicks a small device in his hand, and the image of the idol appears in a hologram in front of him. It's about two feet tall, and its form is of a young cow laying down. Three pairs of horns crown its head, and its expression strangely human. 
It's an Egyptian idol from the Nakaman dynasty, and it's about 28 pounds of pure gold. The last time it was on display was in 1990. Since then, it's been in the hands of private collectors, trading ownership every couple of years, usually as a tax write-off. He shifts his weight and clicks the device again, the hologram now displaying the image of the museum. The idol is worth hundreds of thousands of credits. My employer wants it and is willing to pay quite a bit for the trouble. And he kind of flashes a too toothy of a smile. The job's as simple as that. Bring the calf intact and undamaged. And uh, he kind of looks at you, Dust, as you're just kind of mulling around. If you do this, uh, you will leave with 35 thousand credits each the idol is going on display in two days so that gives you less than 48 hours to recover the calf and bring it back here once it goes public there'll be far too much publicity and public attraction and the whole job is a wash if that happens don't expect to be hearing from me or any fixers for a while Another click of the device, and the image changes yet again to a cross-section of the museum, showing its multiple floor layout. The building is square and flat on top and is surrounded by four obelisks. A main staircase leads up into the main hall of the first floor. It looks roughly like a ziggurat. The museum has four floors and is split into two wings, an east and a west. The calf is going to be displayed on the first floor in the main hall, but before its official unveiling on Friday, the calf is being stored on the top floor, which has been locked down for security. My recon, I can tell you that security is present, but light. If you're able to get in quietly, you shouldn't incur any serious trouble. The room is quiet for a moment, except for the cackle of the fireplace and the sound of the blues bodyguard exhaling another lingering menthol-flavored cloud. You guys are professionals. I expect professionalism. If you need to scout the building further by supplies, that's on you. I'll be staying in another room in the hind tower, so I can be here to retrieve the calf within five minutes of your arrival back here at the suite. I don't suppose you have any questions. How much does the calf weigh? 28 pounds. You are not paying attention. I am docking you 1,000 credits. Well, um, so that's, what's the going rate of 28 pounds worth of gold in credits? You are being docked 2,000 credits for wasting my time. <laughs> does anyone have time for a, uh, anyone want to ask a real question? You have one more question out of me and then I am leaving for my next appointment. Make a count. Where'd you get your suit? Your mother, and he. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's not more credits than the question of me. I should walk that back. I feel like he'd be a jerk, but I think he'd probably, <laughs> as as an alpha to an alpha, he would I actually tell it. you exactly the store. Um, and, and it was fuck your mother on forty. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yes, it's like. How was that spelled? <laughs> is it like really <laughs> like wingdings or something? No, it's just straight out there. Just <laughs> yep. Yeah. Edgy is the new. Cool. But but underneath it, they write in Thai, so you think it's a uh, tran transliteration. It's not though. It's not. It's not. It's it's not. not. The Thai also says "fuck your mother." 
I yeah, because it's like this kind of like fuck it. Yeah, uh, I love it. Um, uh, so he says that politely, uh, unlike his other kind of snarky responses, and he looks at you as you've been kind of tucking into just the crackers, and he says, "Enjoy the wine. It's already paid for. Consider it a show of faith." I don't trust drunkos. <laughs> Go with faith. The words echo in your head as Mr. Blue and his bodyguard exit the room. The door seals with a hiss and a click, and you are alone again. Just the four of you. Did any of you guys write down what he wanted us to do? No, I don't need that. Uh, yeah. I got this. I've got steal, the weight of the steal gold. Steal the thing I... from the place, yeah. Yeah, and I'm working on the conversion of how much that gold is worth in today's currency. Um... I, I, we might be getting had on this deal. <laughs> well, of course we are, but uh, you, you should be aware that uh, Griffey is a by the books type. So my loyalty is bought, and um, we might have to scrap if you try and double cross the guy who hired me. Or I pay you more, and then I'm the guy who hired. No, me. no. Does this explain <laughs> all of that uh, shoe polish on your teeth? Yeah, for sure. Don't look at me. All right. Well, you're you're loyal to this this project. Um, what what do we do? I I wouldn't be a dick about it if it didn't point it out in the character sheet. I mean, huh. fuck's sake. <laughs> um, no, no, no. You're we're, you're not being a dick. You're playing the character. Go yep. with it. Yeah. Uh, what do we do? I'm also not supposed to have ah, fuck it. Um, I don't know. Uh, go to the uh place where it is. I would guess. Do we have access to a car? We have a Bugatti. Uh, it's yeah. in the shop. It's not actually here. Oh, oh so we'll just take your Porsche instead. That's also in the shop. <laughs> Lamborghini? No, in the shop. Uh, your uh, your turbine-driven motorcycle fleet that you have several of. No, and also the fan boat in the shop. What, a, what, uh, what about, about your, what about your Ford? What about Vinto? hoverboards? You know, I got I've got um, cyber Uber on my my. Can phone. I get a piggyback ride? <laughs> do you have an '89 Toyota? <laughs> I do happen to have an '89 Toyota with me. Um, it's so ancient at this I'm, point. I am driving it ironically. Um, <laughs> your character. Okay. Well, all joking aside, um, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Swear to me. I can't do the voice though, cracking myself up. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know about any you, of you. You quack me up. But I, oh, fuck it. You think this is a joke? You think my, I got bit by a radioactive duck and my wife thinks it's quite true? What am I supposed to do? My wife left me. Because the corkscrew deck. Bitten yes, by a radioactive duck would have made that character more comforting. He lived in a whole city of malformed duck people. <laughs> I'm not Harold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I can. I forgot what I was doing for a second and became Harold the duck. Howard um, the duck. Howard. Oh, no, yeah. Not being his, his cousin Henry. <laughs> his cousin um, smokes a lot, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. All jokes aside, we need to. Uh, I need some money i need to be able to afford some things we need to take this motherfucker down i mean 
get this base and pray to it lovingly back here for justice. <laughs> for justice. I just want to point out I do not need this money. I'm just doing this for fun. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was. I thought you were going to say you were going to do it ironically. You know. <laughs> no. No, not. That. I I was expecting four bitches. I don't need this to get bitches. I do. I need to steal a <laughs> weird flask from a ziggurat for bitches. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's go to the ziggurat. It's the where the cool kids are hanging out. You know? <laughs> yes. Can we By the way, I love how you. I love how you said uh, you have cyber Uber on your phone, as opposed to like, <laughs> as opposed to like you know, rat Uber. Uber. Yeah, we're like, did you know? Did you know? Scientists have discovered that rats enjoy driving little cars. It lowers oh, their stress cool. levels. That's great. Also, newsflash: rats can drive little cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that much. I've seen adorable footage. In the sewers under your city, rats lurk <laughs> in tiny little cars driving about in their own little society. It's so fucking adorable, guys. <laughs> but there's a traffic jam when someone flushed a tampon. We're serious playtesting uh, a program, and you can trust our judgment and to respect the content of your adventures, everyone. Explicitly. We are professionals. And uh, again, if you haven't seen it on the website, cyberblood.net, this is the introductory to Raider Raider, which is what we are playing. Um, so you were saying that you're wanting to go check out the cigarette. The question yes. is, as uh, are you, what time of day are you going? Twilight. I am the night. I'm like the early evening, <laughs> late, late evening, early night. That's that's me. Yeah. Okay. So instead of casing, you're going to go straight and launch right into the gig. I Is that what I'm hearing? casing it out from a further away vantage point before we just jumping in. Looking I mean, I'm at assuming least binoculars yeah. or cyber binoculars. <laughs> Nerd. I'm or, I'm assuming that we uh you know it, it was earlier in the day when we you know arrive at the place and since uh you know um yeah, Corks, we wants to wait till dusk it was, it was evening. A while. Ah, it was okay. evening uh, <laughs> as the glow of the evening is. city was kind of the introductory so ah, you have yeah. 48 hours for the gig so the question is uh what you want to do now and if you need to stop anywhere for supplies or anything you want to prep or you know what your plans are since uh, every time we've run a stealth or heist adventure, you've picked the brick cinder block through the window approach. Um, you can pick well, anything Bridget, you want to do. Bridget knows a shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it might be full of jar jars. You know, who knows? I that have, was the uh, best things we've ever done. I have everything I, I need, like, probably for this adventure. So we don't want to put on disguises to try and infiltrate the security to try to figure out the layout of the building and the, like when the shift change is going to happen so we can like, I don't know, zip line down and like put fog into the room so that we can see where the lasers are all at. And then that way we can grab it and go out through the skylight. Oh my God, that's boring stuff, dude. Okay, my I bad. I apologize. I take it back. <laughs> Someone needs to give that man points. If you're still tracking points, give that man points. Okay, John gets points. Two points, John. Yes. You could. Comment. Ah. Emmett. Mm. <laughs> Emmett Dusty. No, yeah, Dusty well, doesn't believe Dusty in points. points. It's fine. There's there's no reason to be ashamed of self gratification, Pat, Patsky. Oh. Um, I, none at all. 
Okay. I want to um, point out real quick uh, that uh, Corkscrew carries himself like a like like chest puffed out, arms rolled by his side. Uh, Corkscrew coiled, um, and I want to just point out with all of that and the I am the knight. Um, he probably weighs like eighty four pounds, soaking wet. <laughs> this is, you're playing him like kick ass. Uh, without the immunity to pain. <laughs> I know you like pain. No, I don't. Pain, pain. Okay, so I am still unsure what your course of action is as a group. Why don't you figure out what you want to do when, and we're gonna play it out either as dramatic sequence of montage or uh, in media res action. Dusty bugs off and leaves you guys there and goes to scope out the thing by himself. Can his okay. name now be Dusty Bugs Off? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. very good. I like yeah. it. We'll go with that. I love Dusty it. Bugs Off. Dusty shaking all the bugs off. I will say, as, as a GM, one of my weaknesses is always making names, and so I use rely on a name generator, so I love how you have turned dust into Dusty Bugs Off. <laughs> love it. Okay, so we'll do a quick series of montage unless anyone else wants to join Dusty as he scopes this out with his technology as being a seeker. You're used to being kind of a lone wolf person, really involved in technology and really well invested. Uh, so as you are kind of giving this a, a sequence of examinations, uh, go ahead and tell me like what skills you might want to use to kind of scope it out. Um, My skills, yeah. Uh, not agility. Um, maybe fitness, uh, intelligence. Uh, uh, let's go ahead. And I've got, I've, I got some electronic like binoculars. I'm sure, right? I've got okay, like, yeah, I've got some super scope technology that's not to be confused with things from the '90s that made you play two video games total. Um, and I'm able to zoom in and, and see some stuff. You're using the scope of your Mars weapon, which is basically a rail gun, a magnetically assisted rail um, gun. Versus so, the non-magnetic rail guns. Go, exactly. Now you have the more punchy. You have got a freight train of a sniper rifle. Go ahead and make me a uh, two things. I want you to make me an intellect check, so that's d20 uh, plus one, and then I also want you to make me a focus check, which is also a d20, but minus four. Okay, uh, big dice is going to be the minus four. Okay, that's a ten minus... I... Okay, okay, that's fine. So ten minus four, that's a six, and my... Uh, what was the other one? Uh, plus... Uh, plus uh, I will give you at a plus three. Uh, all right. Each uh, plus three. So that would be a 14. Okay. So you are looking through your scope and you're kind of getting a lay of this from the outside. So you see that this ziggurat has four stories to it, that you have a uh, various side stairways that go up to like emergency exits on the side of the main lobby, but the main entrance is up one of the sides where there's like a plaza that leads to the south side of this building. On this little small plaza, at, there's like a fountain. The Above the entrances and exits for the lobby, there are uh, two of these like ziggurat levels that have little balconies around the windows. There is a thin little layer of glass that's around the second level, and they 
wider balcony around that, and a thinner balcony that goes around the third floor with larger panes of glass. The fourth floor of this looks to be like little square windows that you may be able to shimmy in um, that kind of look down into the galleries from this kind of viewpoint. You find, though, that your focus is a little bit distracted because on all the sides of the building are replicas, you think they're replicas, maybe, of various statues and statuettes from antiquity representing different ages and eras and famous sculptors. And they're just dazzling in this fading sun. And for a moment, you kind of have that reflection of the things that really gave you value when you were in the Peace Corps, when you really felt connected to humanity. Even though now you are just nihilistic and want to destroy everything and don't give a shit, you kind of have that kindling of a spark and you realize that, like, maybe this journey will bring you closer to these new friends and maybe you'll find something worthwhile in your exploration of the museum that maybe gives you hope again. So with that distraction, maybe fleeting, that's the main details that you get. South is the main entrance, balconies, some windows, maybe you entrance, egress. Uh, either than that, that's just kind of superficial details. Okay. So I draw up a blueprint. Um, I, I have the duck uh, corkscrew on a paraglider going in through the balcony. I have uh, myself going in through the main entrance wearing a very large mustache like like this. Small, tiny in comparison to the mustache I'm going to be wearing. Also a fedora, but it's hot pink. Um, that is to draw the attention of the guards. That's when everyone else is going to sneak in around the the not main entrance i'm going to trip a few sensors and get everyone to come swarm me and then when i get kicked out i'll then return to my perch with my railgun i love it i think i'm gonna uh, i think you're on the balconies charles are you talking bernard you're on mute you're still mute. Are you pulling a passkey from earlier? There I am. Ah. Uh, yeah. Um. I have a grappling hook. Maybe I can help. Uh. With that, but um. I don't know. Um. See, the problem with grappling your way up a ziggurat is it's it's well designed in that each level is far enough back, usually that it's like difficult to, you know, get a grapple over it or whatever. You you could have how this museum is the design. Okay, um, that's what I will try. Although I, my agility is not the best, so I might wind up being a, a second distraction, uh, which so, is fine. Yeah. As an important point of order, what time of day are you doing this, and are you still casing, or are you doing this with the intent of breaking in? Um, I think the idea is that when he returns with the map, we'll just wouldn't it just be go time since it'd be the night time, which is the right time? Well, it was e okay. So, are you waiting for this to be closed, and um, My or are you doing this while it's still open? Because it sounded like with the whole fedora thing that you were going, maybe when it was still open. Yeah, like uh, or close. That way, I can get their attention. And then everyone else can sneak in and hang out until after close. Okay. Like in the men's room or something. I don't know. 
they'll probably have a drop ceiling in there that we can move a tile and you guys can like go up in there put the tile back so when they go to do a security check and make sure the bathrooms are all empty they won't see anyone there as long as no one's smoking they won't know that there's something going on <laughs> so wait you want okay. us to hang out in the bathroom and not smoke <laughs> yeah i know it's a, it's a big ask i'm sorry i love the idea that you're like frogging in a building and you get busted because you're just firing up cigarettes question, did you just say did you say frogging or frosting frogging, yeah frogging. i have a question is bird going to be willing to go into the men's room with a bunch of other men no i am not i'm planning on ditching you guys and scaling the building <laughs> um i was Reclining i was thinking i might crash through a second floor window from the joining adjoining thing. Yeah, it sounds like we're all going to be distracted. <laughs> I just love. I love. Well, I have to break the fourth wall. I, I I have to say, I love how like collectively, except for this exception of Mr. Paskey, y'all are just like the absolute worst with any heist based game or investigative. It's just like this. Like, like I have a question. I, I have a question. Uh, players, raise your hand if you knew we were going to be doing heist stuff tonight. Yeah, well, even if we did, man, like, you can't be good at everything, you know. <laughs> no, I, love I was, uh, was going to say, I'm go I was going to try to crash through the second story window. Uh, that I remembered I have a intelligence of two and a body of three. So, <laughs> well, you might so try with an intelligence that low. I'm going to. I'm going there. to try. How about this? Since I am going to round robin, go in order of I'm going to start with I'm going to start with because I heard the idea first from Griffey, and yep. then I'm going to go top initiative. So he's going to go Griffey, Logan. Um, so I'm so sorry. I meant to say not Griffey. I meant to say Dusty this whole time. Excuse me. We started off with Dusty. Dusty's uh, reconnaissance. So we're going to go Dusty. Then we're going to go Logan, Griffey, and then uh, Brooke. Is that an okay order? Because I'm just hearing the order of you guys originally talking. And you all tell me what you're doing since you're going all over the place. And we'll resolve it in the order. And then you'll meet up somewhere perhaps. Split the party, perhaps, and then we'll just figure it out. How's that? Finger guns. All right. I, uh, oh, yeah. It's tell, you, tell you when it comes to our turn. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Let's go. The reason why I'm doing it, especially with that order, is because Dusty seems to have a great plan that no one's going to stick to and it involves a hopping <laughs> fedora. I want to see how that plays out. So, Dusty, yeah. take her away. What are your main course of actions? And then uh, we'll move on and we'll resolve these bit by bit. Well, first of all, I just have to say I forgot how many buttons this shirt was missing and they're not for my belly. <laughs> I'm now in disguise. All right. Going into the front door, I've got my bright pink fedora on, the fake mustache over my real mustache. Uh, Dusty <laughs> has a very thin pencil mustache. I will just so you know. It's the there. John Waters, we call it. Exactly. Yeah. He's rocking the John Waters. Whenever he smokes a cigarette, he does the French inhale just because mm -hmm. that's, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes in through the front door and he's just like, oh, yes, I would like to make a <laughs> purchase of some of this fine artwork that you have. 
I don't know where you found that voice. <laughs> you just destroyed Charles. <laughs> I didn't know you had like a loud sales guy voice. It's like on tap, dude. That was amazing. You... This is my normal voice. <laughs> when we record, I now... put on a fake voice. Now he's gaslighting you, Charles. <laughs> oh, okay. I always sound like this. I am I am going to put a pin in that. So you're going into the front door right as the museum's closing and talking how you want to buy art from their art shop. Yes. Meanwhile, as you are doing that, Logan, you are going to flat yes. into a window. Yeah. I, I am the knight. Okay, so tell me how how are you doing that? Um I uh I am going to climb up the next building over it is a movie theater that's fine i roof access yeah i i go out to the roof of the building across the street i take a uh good run and launch myself uh at the window across the street uh while swinging my bat like not directly like I know I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna be going like this. So, okay. do you have a hang glider? Do you, do you, have... Did you have a hang glider? Or are you just jumping off of a building off? to break your legs? It's like well, I just Ian, need to know. Like, are Ian. you doing anything that's going Ian. to get you from Ian? He has wings. Ian. Okay. Ian. Okay. Um, I have seen. Have you? Have you heard of one person? I was really sad to find out they were conservative. Bruce Willis. Have you heard of Bruce Willis? Because I've seen him jump across buildings to another. I've seen it so many times, and those are documentaries. Not across a street, man. Yes. <laughs> across an alleyway between buildings, but not across the street. Oh, like, no, I meant, I meant across you, like, an alley. You've seen Spider-Man do that. You haven't seen Bruce <laughs> That's Willis. That's also a documentary. <laughs> okay. is Bruce Willis. That's just. I not... did say the building next door. Spoiler alert, yes. Pashki. Anyway, um, so this is not going to be butting up against the building, and a ziggurat is going to be. This is not a. Then, a, then, then the fall is not going to be that fall. Ziggurats are like pyramids. They they do this. Also, like, regrettably, the the fall will be at least as tall as a movie screen. So right. Oh no! I suppose the back of the. Uh, building could have the okay the so i, I need to know are you are you doing a an action that's not going to actually result in what you want to do for sake of character building because you're going to be breaking your legs like um you're you're jumping with no net like you're jumping from like i building stop trying to save my life ian you're not my mom <laughs> okay i'm just i didn't want there to be any like you know, sphincter hurt when like he's just like falls and breaks his legs, and that's just where he is. is this for the rest it, of the wait, game. Wait, are we using real world physics or like D and D physics? Because in D and D physics, I could move thirty feet. I could I could take a fall of thirty Instead feet without of the breaking Baltus my legs. Burger bargain. We're doing the Baltus Burger lecture. <laughs> this is going. Hey, all right, so you need a real lawyer in here. You know, I actually, I actually. There was a rule about this very thing I read in the uh, in the materials we got that said uh, Thank you, Asher. something about point hairs should not be split by players, uh, but only by the result of a roll, like whether it succeeds or fails. Yeah, or you need a nat 20. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Give me a roll. 
It doesn't matter what you roll because I need a nat 20 for you to just jump a city block <laughs> onto a tapered cigarette. Now, see, if this were oh, Splatter League, okay. you know. All right. I could have done it if I was wearing my flex pants. That <laughs> is a 23. I need a nat 20. On a, on a D30. You said it doesn't matter what I roll. Okay. Okay. All right. So next in initiative is uh, <laughs> we're not playing DCC here. All right. So the next next is that was that was for being a rules lawyer. You were actually correct, and I hate you. All right. So next uh, in initiative is Griffey. So Griffey. Um, I would like to uh, climb, which actually uses my fitness, not my agility, using my grappling hook to the very tippity top of the ziggurat. Uh, and as I am a physically fit specimen, I don't think this should be too difficult. It's not going to be a, very difficult. Yeah, I'm I have a plus five bonus. To, and... to roll is more of for other things that could happen rather than your ability because you have the competency, the equipment. So yeah. this is for secondary things. Uh, All right. So in that case, you can... Mm, that is a tough choice. I could see you argue... It's probably going to be... A, we'll make it a climb check. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm actually bone. Oh, actually, maybe not. Yeah, I squeaked past that. Uh, that's an eleven on a on a. Yeah, fitness ten, and what, that was an eleven. What did you roll? Because you have a plus five. Right, I rolled a six. Uh, and you also are going to be using your grappling, so that's going to be giving you That's basically in this case. I'm going to argue it's going to give you advantage, so you can roll a second time. Okay. Cool. Because it's it's not that difficult to scale. Well, I did worse. Uh, that's a two. Mm. And on a D twenty, both of those. A six he just and a slides two. back down the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And so your intent is to get to the top of it, or just to the fourth floor windows. Uh, let's say fourth floor windows. Okay. I know what your action is. You've given your roll. Next in initiative, uh, Brooke. All right, I'm going to scale the building. And I will be using my, not my agility, because we'll get to that later, but my fitness with my climb modifier. That's correct. All right. So that is D20 plus four. 24. Okay. I said I was an alpha. Wait, you, you rolled a nat 20? I rolled a nat 20. I think there's okay. a bonus with that. So, it's, uh, so this is how this is going to play out. So, Dusty, you walk in yes. with your hot pink fedora and your John Walter mustache. As the museum is closing, you walk in saying, I'd like to buy some of your finest art. The... Security guards look at you as they're like actively locking down the building, and you see them turning off lights. And um, actually, I would like to see you use a <laughs> I want you to make a charisma check, <laughs> which is fantastic for your character. Yeah. Because it's you're literally like doing this bizarre thing, and I want to know. 
Um, feel free to make this as a, a, a charm or as a psychology role. Either is going to work perfectly fine. So, or hell, you could do it as a threat and lie, charm, or psychology. <laughs> you tell me which one you're choosing. Um, all right, so so we got a bunch of minus fives, but the psychology <laughs> is a minus three. So okay. I think that's the only thing I, I have a logic to pick there. Uh, yeah, so I would look at them. I would like to buy one of your tastiest arts. And by tasty, I do mean delicious. <laughs> That's good psychology. How does a 13 do for you, daddy? Is he going to red dragon some art? Is he just going to eat a statue? <laughs> You're not okay. my mother. <laughs> so I'm going to call the next salesperson I interact with, Daddy. So how did it does twenty you... bucks on the end, Daddy? Oh yeah, he also sells so you... currencies, and it's just. So at first they thought that you were maybe a elderly person having a stroke, or maybe you were just <laughs> like a person under the influence of substance. But with that mustache and the money and your use of psychological persuasion to really kind of drive home your point, they just accept that you must be some very eccentric rich person. And they actually <laughs> take you seriously. At first, they're about to like forcibly eject you from the museum. But only someone who's that weird coming in at that time Flashing cash has to be someone that's there for the auction room on the fourth floor. They the, the the guards are very confused of what to do, and uh, one of them uh, says, "Would you, would you, sir, mind if I just make a, a quick phone call about this?" Oh yes, take your time. Do you mind if I smell the art? Uh, please don't leave the lobby. But that's not we, where the good art is. <laughs> so, so uh, the character within a character might be my favorite Pashki <laughs> character yeah. of all time. This is amazing. So you hear one of the guards radioing someone asking about what the protocol should be for someone that may want to buy something offline before the auctions in two days. And you hear something about eccentric, something about fruitcake, and then something about wads of cash. Meanwhile, you hear uh, the sound of a very distant muffled thump and high-pitched squealing somewhere in the distance. It sounds like a duck has been run over by a monster truck. Squealing something about, oh god, my legs, my legs, oh god, my legs, why are they so wet? <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, you hear a loud thud from somewhere on like the third floor of the building. One of the cops, the one that's not on the radio, instinctively like reaches for like his gun and taps the other on the shoulder and says, ah, I think we got a situation and runs up one of the staircases up towards the third floor. Meanwhile, 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 
The alpha that you are, you find yourself on top of the building, Brooke, overlooking and watching the disappointed form of um, Griffey sliding down the building just enough (laughs) to trigger some type of alarm. Uh, you see, like, like you see, like his hand has slipped at some point, and he's like scrabbling to get back into a good position. And like, you have a feeling like he's made too much noise, but you are just flawless and perfect in every way. Um, even though, like, the entire con, you were like checking your your NFT sales, and they're like through the roof. <laughs> uh. So, uh, you know, Griffey you don't feel confident in how well you've been scaling this. Like you've actually like ripped the gargoyle off one of the balconies <laughs> and it like Which is a damn shame below. because I love gargoyles. It was um, a fucking yeah. sweet ass gargoyle. And then yeah. like you just see Brooke like spider monkey up towards, were you going to the top roof or where were you going again, Brooke? Um, I'm going to the fourth floor balcony. Yeah, so you spider monkey up that, um, and it is a very thin, thin ledge. Um, I give me a balance check as you perch oh, on this. I knew this. you were going to do this. I knew you were going to. It do is this. in the module. <laughs> it is a DC sixteen balance check. Are you fucking kidding me? I rolled a four. <laughs> Made it all the way to the top, did you? <laughs> I I just want to offer that I think it'd be super funny if Brooke landed on me. <laughs> no, you're on the other side of the along at home. I have the worst agility. I these are were all random rolls, and I I have the worst agility on the planet. So. You just jumped off of a movie theater. And, yeah, and, and, and I basically know. just like hit. And John fell has my sense of spatial orientation. Is what John has. Who puts a movie theater next to a ziggurat? Let's start with question. And two, I didn't say it would make logical <laughs> sense. I said it would be funny. <laughs> and you were right. Look, the movie theater is uphill. Okay, Ziggurat you know, was dug into the hill. So that's when, right. when Corkscrew lands, he throwly rolls Don't around Ziggurat to the far Look, side where I, where I appreciate you fall. taking. I appreciate I, you taking all that pain and suffering for the team, John. Because hearing Ian dryly narrate, "My legs, my legs, oh God, my legs." <laughs> I want, to, I want to apologize. Uh, this is going to be our last stream because Ian's going to come to our houses and murder us after oh, all. I, I just I realized that and it's down by my feet. I have a box of blinds for blinds I need to put on a window that is off camera. And what I really need to do is suspend them from the ceiling. So anytime you do those shenanigans, I can Jim Halper for real. Like I can just like chink <laughs> them open and just be like, like <sighs> Okay, so I did not want to nerf you like that, Brooke. It is uh, rules is written, and uh, you were just so. I think it's there was like this monkey that was not selling exactly as you wanted, and you're so furiously tapping your sell button and resell button that you just lose your footing, and you also start to make that unfortunate high pitched scree squeak sound as you like begin to slide down the building. Um, <laughs> And you happen to land on a very broken and shattered gargoyle. 
as this is happening, uh, you are seeing flashlights that are coming up as you're looking through these windows as a guard is running towards your location and you can't hear anything through these windows, but you think that he's radioing something. Meanwhile, uh, you, Dusty, are hearing this guard finishing up this conversation about like, oh yeah, you should totally have him check out like the rare antiquities in the auction room on the fourth floor uh, when you hear a... Uh, we got two assholes on the side of the building here, like fucking up shit. Um, I need you to call the cops because I I don't know what they're doing, but I think they're trying to break in. Um, so this cop is like, I'm on it, and he runs. He's running back to the back of the lobby where you see that there is a security office. Um, you have a short window here before that person radios from their central command police to come swarming what do you do dusty okay bugs are, off are they watching me right now well no you've got one cop that's like uh, or one uh, uh security officer that's on like the third floor that's radioing people that are trying to like break in through windows unsuccessfully and the other cop that was uh or sorry security officer uh was is heading back to the security office to call the real cops and backup all right um so it's at this point that dusty will ready his, like if they're not looking at him he oh no he is his back and he's running to the security office so you have two rounds before he calls guns um uh what 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, anyway, well, anyway, it started blasting. Anyways, it's dusty time. <laughs> so as they're running there, I pull up my railgun and I just line them up. And yeah, railguns are stupid fast because they're just magnets that shoot metal like mm -hmm. stupid quick. So yeah, they're dust, right? Like that's, guys. Well, so it's one guy in line of sight of you. So I need you to make me your attack roll. So uh there is there are some storms that are happening. So um our dear Brooke is deciding that it would be a great time to have a tornado. Or I should rather say Bridget is experiencing a tornado, so she oh, is not uh she might be in pieces and uh, we love her and we will miss her anyways so i need you oh. sorry i am going uh, to have a bunch of her hair made into a doll if anyone needs to hug it i, will, I, I will love that very much sent to my house <laughs> so i need you to choose a or focus or strength uh so for you that is going to be strength. It's going to be your better roll. So roll me d20 plus uh, four Come on, no for whammies. your attack roll. No whammies, no whammies. Big money. I feel like with them not looking at me, I should get advantage on this for a number of reasons. First of all, they trust me incessantly. <laughs> Says okay. the book. John, this right? <laughs> I, so actually, so actually, yeah, you're doing really well, this is, but him and Hallmore. 
No, this no, the, hold on. This is actually valid because it, the person has had a running start. He is beyond 15 feet away, so he does not have the close range penalty that a Mars weapon would have. He is shooting a target in the back that is, is does not see him as a threat. That is a perfectly valid uh, argument to make. So yes, if you want to roll with advantage and re-roll that, that is within the realm of oh, possibility. That is a way to do the bargain. <laughs> What was that? I said suck a dick seven because that's what I rolled. <laughs> so what is your best roll? It was also the name well, of my band in high school, the suck a dick seven. Uh, so so let's say that that I did two better than my previous roll. Okay, so but I have a real gun. <laughs> right. So but it's hard to shoot from the hip. So is that a seven or a nine? That is now a nine. Okay, so you fire a burst of rail-like guns. I actually want you to do me a... Roll me a D2 or odds evens on something, and you call it. Uh, I basically, okay. I need a luck check from you, because you were firing. It fell on the floor. Um, let's do that again. Yellow sign! Okay, the reason why is that uh, these Mars weapons don't just fire single shots, but a burst. So you have just shot a burst of high-powered, kinetically propelled, and gas-propelled super bullets right into the security kiosk that he is running into. So I wanted to see if there was a chance you would just be blowing away all of like a critical piece of technology that he would need to make a roll because you're doing that within the whole road to the probably. close road. So yeah. you failed successfully. So you fire around this guy just pulling out a massive gun because it can connect together in pieces and you destroy some things there is you see spark shoot off there is uh the sound of alarms ringing within the facility itself but um like like bits of light start flashing around the museum like you've hit some type of machinery that's important to the integral operations of this building um Actually, as a up to that, I so that guard squeals and stops and puts his hands to his ears as you hear like electronic feedback come from within the room he's about to run into. I need you to roll me real quick there, Dusty. A oh shit, you're not going to hear that at all. A listen check, which is at night of four for you. No, that's a negative one for me. Okay, so three. You, your ears ring from that fire. I then need you, Griffey, to roll me a listen check. So you for it. you, that is at plus one, so d20 plus one. And that would sorry, that's, be... I'm so sorry, that's d20 plus three. Okay. Uh, doesn't matter because I rolled a two. So okay. that's, that's a big old fail. You hear, again, as you hear the sounds of, like, gunfire blasting from inside that ziggurat. You're not hearing anything else other than just, like, the echoey sounds, like, coming through the weird shape of the building. But above that, you still hear, oh, God, why is no one helping me? I can't feel my legs. I'm scared. My phone is broken. 
That just seems rude and vindictive. Is anybody there? I'm sorry. I should make you actually have a roll to see if your legs are broken. Apparently, um, apparently, you ignored me when I said let's get dangerous, or you thought I was bluffing. No, I thought you You spiral compound fractures, my That's friend. My secret is I'm never bluffing. You know what? This is every every time that some fucking kid watched Jackass and then decided to try something. It's, oh God, my legs! Why is nobody? I was helping? watching Darkwing Duck, obviously. That was also a phenomenal Nintendo game. Let's be real. Um, yeah. Okay, so let us figure out how this is going to play, because there are a lot of things that are going to be happening, and apparently none of your characters are aware of what's happening, of what's <laughs> happening. So, first off, as a quick retcon, I would like you, Logan, to make me a agility check, a specifically, why don't we make what is a tumble? How is that for you? Oh, That's that plus is... three. My no, agility is eight, I got a plus three to tumble. Oh, yes, looking at the wrong sheet. Thank you for correcting me. All right, let's see. As you jump off the building, if you can roll with the fall or if your legs are actually liquidized. Okay. Um, ballpark figure, what, uh, what, do I, what would I need to roll to have legs? <laughs> Give well, me a range. A range that you feel comfortable you, with. That you can walk on? But <laughs> <laughs> they still exist. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. I was thinking that you needed to roll at least like a five, but like logically, if you're just like raw dog jumping off like a three-story building, I mean, just shit, man, you're really needing like something like an 18 to like not break your okay. legs. I, I mean, right. I don't, I, what no, did you roll? No, I rolled, I rolled very <laughs> close. Look, hey, how about this? I rolled very close to that. Hey. I rolled, what did you You rolled like a two? I rolled no. I rolled. Uh, I rolled. I after you add my bonuses, which are impressive and sensual. Um, I rolled. The, I rolled. The effective 10. bargain is is the most uh, the sh concise bargain is the most effective bargain. What did you? I, I'm not going for. I, hey, when have I ever done this to get what I actually want? <laughs> I have a kid. I know oh, what doesn't work. That is true. You do have a people kid. Wonder, so you do the know people wonder why I drink so much is. on this show. All yeah. right. So, what did you roll? I, 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 I said, need to... I said a 10. I mean, I rolled a 7. Okay. <laughs> but that's a gentleman's 10. That's true. Okay. A, a 7 is a gentleman's I will 10. Be Everyone knows that. Generous. <laughs> and I will say. You've just broken one leg, so it's just, oh God, oh God, my one leg, leg. is broken. <laughs> so you can still get away and then get like a cybernetic fix. You can do a medical check to splint it. You can still be somewhat operable. How about that? Okay. Um, so I do you... want to point out that I, I pronounce it WEG because my mommy always did, and I thought it was cute. <laughs> So one your broken leg. Your leg really, really hurts. It really hurts, guys. It the really legs. hurts. Okay. I think you need some morphine. <laughs> Good Lord, have mercy. Okay. So I'm gonna take some cyber oxy. 
So you hear from a distance the sounds of higher pressured rifles being fired in the general vicinity of the ziggurat. You've seen two of your friends scramble up one of the sides and struggling and failing and falling. Then you hear the gunfire. You're feeling that things might not be very go- going very well for your compatriots. Before we snap back to you, Griffy, I want to know, is there anything you're wanting to do in a support role kind of from a distance here as you're seeing this play out? Uh, is this an opportunity you want to kind of like cut and run and disassociate from like this bungled job and like get your leg fixed? <laughs> or are you wanting to do something kind of a secondary support role to maybe help this mission be successful to help maybe get money to help get your leg fixed? Where are you, know, you in this? You know, it's funny is I have... I have a plus five for forgery and a plus six to disguise. Uh, I have all these bonuses for searching and like scouting. And I can uh, sneak and lockpick uh, super good. Threw it all away, jumping off a roof. Yes. I love it, man. It's well, the, the like stats it. in class did not match the, uh, did not match the, uh, uh, the character motivation. So, uh, yeah, I did jump off a building. I um, can I? Is there? Is there? And is there a prosthetics truck, like a mobile, like a food truck park, <laughs> but with like yeah. prosthetics and medical? Mundash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hard drinking. <laughs> it's after 9 p.m in an alley at a movie theater across from a museum what i don't think there's going i explicitly said next door not across the street and i told you the layout multiple times and gave you an opportunity to back all right so we're 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 starting to get close on time in general so like i'm i'm wanting to make like keep moving this forward because only one person has gotten inside the building and it's not going very well um no i am i am uh grabbing a, a piece of trash as a crutch and trying to limp until I can find the nearest uh, mobile prosthetic uh, surgeon. Okay, so go ahead and make me a quick check on your, uh, I'll wreck on the part about your phone being broken. So uh, yeah, just, yeah, make me some type of, oh, is your, all oh, your checks are bad. Oh, that can't be that hard. Uh, I'm gonna give it to focus. you. you are able to find a all night, perhaps maybe CD. There's like a two star rating, like two and a half, depending which app you check. Uh, some type of bone saw that will be able to patch your leg up. So you can get one of those cyber Ubers and get over there, but you might miss a majority of the heist. But uh, you I wanna, come back. I want to nice. I, I thank you for giving that to me because I rolled a six. <laughs> I was not going to get it on my own. <laughs> It's, so you are able to get to a bone saw. Meanwhile, Griffy, you see that it looks like that Brook has really hit his head and he's like sprawled out and just knocked out cold. Like he just scaled this building uh, where you were just like eating it. And then you hear him something and say this, this fucking monkey something NFT and just loses her, his balance and just clunks over. Oh. Yeah. out cold you see that there is a guard that sees you from these windows 
you hear him like trying to call for like radio backup and then there's this series of loud blast sounds from below alarms are going off and then you're seeing that there are lights up above you on the fourth floor near that area that you got that description from mr blue about where that golden calf is well at uh, this so point what do you want to do the at this point, I think the element of, of surprise is effectively not a, not a factor. Um, so I'm just going to take my good old-fashioned shotgun, and I'm going to bust in the window uh, right in front of me and get into this building so that we can just get this done quick and dirty. Um, now, <clears throat> I'm using that Perfect. as a Make force me a check. Strength. Okay, I can do that too. So since you are going to be using your shotgun, um, your shotgun is going to be a strength. So give me a strength. That's okay. it. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, go ahead and make it force. That works for me. Absolutely. Sure. It's a plus six. And that is a success. 16 plus six is 22. So I succeed. Beautiful. So you blast this window open and it is reinforced, but you just absolutely shattered in and you follow through. The cop that you was like talking on his radio, like realizes that he's like fucked. And so he immediately puts his hand down to try to grab his uh, weapon. Uh, is a real quick, make me an agility check. Uh, let's see who reacts faster in this case. My guess would be him. Uh, oh, but I rolled a, f uh, yeah, 15. That's tasty. Let's see if I pass that. Uh, yeah, I do pass that. Okay, great. Uh, so you get initiative on him. So you see this person, he is reaching for a pistol and he's fumbling with the class because he's just scared as you were in this huge tank of an individual and glass is shattering everywhere. This also gives you an opportunity to say some type of pithy 80s action catchphrase and you use this opportunity to say... Shots, 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 shots. And you like, rack your shotgun, uh, <laughs> invoking this ancient song that people <laughs> generations ago knew. Yeah. Uh, this Classic person seems to have no recollection. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. I'll let you get a free attack off of this person. All right. And are you doing lethal damage or are you trying just to subdue them? I'd say subdue just based on my own personal predilections. I rolled a nat 20, though. Oh, that's double damage. Uh, that is okay. So you would hit them and do double damage, and that would be uh, knowing the damage that you would be doing with your weapon. For sake of time, are you okay if you just cold cock this guy with the butt yeah. of your shotgun as you're saying shots? Yeah, that works. You drop him like a wet sack of potatoes, and he just begins like ragdoll down the stairs. Uh, you hear like, his radio like clicking and smashing the floor uh, each time, and you just hear every time it hits like the uh, the button on it that you hear like screaming coming down from the lobby, which also kind of <laughs> echoes up the staircase. Even over over that sound, you hear heavy rustling and shuffling and scraping sounds and shattering coming from the fourth floor of the floor above you mm. meanwhile uh it's dusty so you've just fired your railgun you've destroyed the various systems there are alarms going off and this cop is just like visibly urinating his pants as you've just like <laughs> bullet shot all the way around him as hopefully warning shots 
Uh, he turns and he looks at you, and he's like fumbling with his gun. Uh, roll me a uh, agility at advantage. Hand spitting is fun to watch in real time. I'll tell you that much. What is the urinating the pants? Yes, pants pissing in real time. Very funny. Glad that was with advantage. Six. Okay, uh, so in that case, uh, he fumbles with his clasp, and you get the initiative still. And you can still fire. Do you want to shoot lethally point, you know, within this short distance with your Mars weapon? What are you wanting to do here at this, this juncture? I would, like, have him. I would personally like to make this the security guard who has done nothing wrong, who has shown up on his day off, I assume, because someone called him sick and they really needed it. It's my birthday. <laughs> I would like to make him the uh, forever employee of the month by unaliving him. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Prax, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, so was he two days from retiring? <laughs> it, all right, so we're only your unalive check. Uh, so again, wow, that sounded definitive. So that is uh, strength is going to be your better. So that is at D twenty plus four. Fantastic. Um, Unless you're wanting to unalive him with your sword, which is also pretty cruel. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot about my... I have a sword! Crap! Can I have a gander real quick before I actually make decisions? Where are you, my sword? My beloved sword. My little my little slicey slice. My little, my little long dagger. For those of you viewing at home, Pashki's love of swords is uh, particularly forgivable as he is a real-life swordsman. Yeah, I was just thinking like, oh, he said the magic word, which is sword. Yeah. I gave him a sword. Where is it? Okay, okay, there it is. There it is. Okay, so aim skill strength two D blah blah So it's either two D eight plus nine or you're doing twenty flat damage with your Mars rifle. Uh like that 20 flat damage martyr's rifle is a cool name it is a really cool name <sighs> you know what as much as i really want to use the sword and i have wasted our time looking over it i think i'm gonna stick with the gun okay sorry so roll me your strength check that's d20 plus four all right 14 that yeah so this guy turns and he says but it's my birthday and you you can see that like he is a low-level security guard but he still has enough to have like a little bit of protective like cyber kelvar kind of a thing like under stuffed under his uniform you know things sticking out little patches and stuff and you just blow a hole like straight through oh, no, no. Like, <laughs> if he's gonna say but it's my birthday i'm like well how convenient because it's also your death day <laughs> nice oh, well right. played sir so that is great you splatter <laughs> his everything 
because this is a burst of high pressure rifle like bullets. You splatter everything that was once inside his cavity. His viscera is now in art installation all over the back wall of the lobby. And uh, you, there's just like even red mist that like trickles out from his capacity that's just been vaporized by the pressure. And he just slumps wordlessly. Uh, the urine in his pants mixing with blood. It's real gross. Yeah. All right. It looks tasty. The you also after that hear the sound of glass breaking and thud, and you see a body ragdolling down the stairs of the other security guard who is just knocked out cold, has like a giant bruise like blossoming across his face and it's just like twitching a little bit uncomfortably, but you can see this person is like clearly out. Uh, also, also, meanwhile, Logan, you get to the back alley hacksaw, you know, bone saw kind of guy offering you your choice of leg. If you want Quick. just lots of... Hmm? Quick interjection, just because it's funny. Bonesaw is the character that the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage played in the oh, original yeah. Spider-Man movie. Sawbones. Yeah. Sawbones is a generic term for doctor. <laughs> okay. In the far future. <laughs> um... I would love it if they were all called a Bonesaw. I'm going to go see the Bonesaw. Are you ready for me to take your temperature? Hey, freak show! I've been to the top of the mountain! So the person is offering to give you the best leg. In fact, he tries to upsell this, like, ultra-chrome plated leg, saying that the cream rises to the top, and you, being such a lovely cream, should have what makes you rise to the top. So over a series of montages, uh, you get yourself. Do you want to get, repair your leg or get a new fancy chrome prosthetic? A uh, new fancy chrome prosthetic, obviously. Every time. Yeah. So for the question. rest, for the re so you go through a couple of hours um, to replace your leg. And you get one cool feature about this leg. It depletes half of the money you have left in your account. What is the cool feature that your implant, your new prosthetic leg does that this back alley bone saw sawbone gives you? I want uh, I want to say that it can automatically dance to Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to go lush butcher with this, but okay. Actually, here, yeah. Like, yeah. Had, like doing a little jig, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm no, a long time ago. Um, I want a special. Uh, it has uh, uh, that punch for plate glass window in the heel. Great. So you will have a spring-loaded articulator piston like that's built into your leg that really helps to break in things. The guy like gives you like a hearty wink and says, don't do anything illegal. Uh, and so this was <laughs> going to give you plus four to your uh, four skill as you use it to break into things. So you're still oh, a little boy. bit in a drug case that so you think that maybe you can get back to the museum. Hopefully your friends are still you know, casing things out and things are going well and you'll just get there to help them at the, in the nick of time. Yeah. So you were kind of asynchronously doing this scene. Uh, you're high on drugs and you're having a great time and you're like, this is great and everything is going perfectly. All of my medical bills are going to be paid off because this job is going to go flawlessly. My friends got this. I've made new friends. My mom's going to be very pleased, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, so back 
kind of doing this in kind of where you're stepwise. You just sent this body down the stairs. Uh, uh, Griffey, you're hearing noise coming from the fourth floor landing. So you're here in between floors. On the third floor, you can see that there are signs towards the exhibits on the third floor for the Forgotten Renaissance and the Impressionist Maze. And you see a placard that points up to the fourth floor that has a sign saying auction room insects of the world synthetic gallery and the nakaman common dynasty i'm going fourth floor okay are you taking the stairs or an elevator that's just past the stairs on the third floor well i'm already like uh most of the way there so i think i'm just going to use the stairs i think it'd be quicker right that's whichever one would be quicker yeah, stairs. So you get up, okay. you get up the stairs, and you can see that there looks to be like there's been a sign of struggles um, on this floor. Like there are some heavy footprints, and you see slumped up against a wall are two other guards that are the same kind of uniform that you well the person you just like sent down the stairs um but they have like a thick bruising around their forehead and a nasty like circular wound carved into their forehead their hands are zip tied a to themselves and then to each other as they're back to back and they're just kind of like lolling senseless against one of the walls from here you can hear sounds of grunting and um like there was like you heard previously that glass sound up here and you hear heavy footsteps coming your way all right well i'm going to greet those uh heavy footsteps by um i think just like getting ready to blow whatever it is away so do 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 does that count as no i'm I'm assuming that for one of my abilities, uh, the draw fire, I have to be engaged in battle like alongside somebody um, because it just specifies that I have to attack a creature that's not attacking me or attack a person that's not attacking me for that bonus. But I think it assumes that I'm interviewing. You could, prob you could probably use it in other contexts, um, either if it's like in a melee and you're drawing someone's fire from someone else, or if there is something that hasn't engaged you yet, you're basically saying, come at me, fuckers, you know, like whatever yeah. it is that you're doing. Uh, absolutely. So tell me what you're thinking about doing is you're hearing heavy footfalls as if like you're hearing, uh, you know, things, someone's coming your way. Um. Well, let's see. What am I doing? I'm... Is there cover nearby? You're on stairs. You can duck into one of these exhibits. The sound it sounds like it's coming from that Nachman Dynasty exhibit where the, the calf is. Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to charge it and, and open fire as soon as it comes into view with my shotgun. So you're aiming your shotgun, so you're going to get... I'm going to say you're going to have an advantage because you're covering this area with a spray weapon. Um, so you have that going down. I want to know... Uh, while that is happening, Dusty, you just splattered this guy. You see that there is an elevator that can take you up to the fourth, as well as a series of stairs that could take you up to the fourth, where you're hearing a lot of noise. Um, what, are, what are you wanting to do? Basically, are you wanting to sync up yeah. with Griffey, or are you wanting to stay down I'm here? I'm with my teammate, who should have followed the plan while I distracted everyone down here. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I look I'd for say a... that guard is very distracted. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did my part. You're welcome. <laughs> um, 
I grab if there's any part of a key card left that I can find with like without getting my hands too dirty. Ring of keys. This is anachronistic because it is a museum. All right, I pick those up. I start twirling them around my finger, doing a little whistly whistle. <laughs> I go up and I push the elevator button, and I just stand there, look over at a vase, give it a sniff. <laughs> Yeah. So you're the coming smell up of an elevator, and killing people. I love them both. I love <laughs> it. You're going up an elevator as you are covering a door as noise is coming your way, Griffey. Um, so you're coming around the corner out of that museum exhibit, you start to see a figure in white military gear. What this person uh, you see is uh, has a hand cannon that they're kind of just like pointing around the corner and right past them you can see the glint of metal of another figure in white military gear hoisting a golden statue uh, across their shoulder like a burden what do you do i open fire on the gunmen gun person. okay Great. Uh, like I said, you're going to get this at advantage because you have prepared this and they're walking right into your line of fire with a scattergun weapon. Oh, shit. Well, um, does advantage mean I can roll again? That's correct. There are two okay. different advantages. For the home viewer, there are two uh, advantage systems. Either you can do the traditional roll and get the best of two rolls, or you can do plus three, minus three for advantage disadvantage. I'm doing the re-roll because that is what most people use. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And it's a good thing I did. That is a dirty 19. So with Fans. advantages, that's pretty good. Fantastic. So you fire just point blank into this person as he's coming. Well, I'm gender is uncertain at this point. Around the corner, roll me damage. Oh, uh, what uh, dice is that? Is that a D6 again? Uh, for which your shotgun is going to be, I think, 3D6. Let me verify here. It is, and um, you are 3D6 if you're using your number 18 shotgun. Yep. It, it, is that what you're doing? Okay. Uh, first one's a five. Second one's a two for seven. And then a one for eight points total. Eight points of damage. So you fire at this figure, um, and you can see that again. They're wearing this kind of like military gear, and they give this loud like oomph sound. So you can hear like the sound of air being pushed out of their lungs, and there are pinpricks all across them that are just blossoming red. It didn't do as much damage as you think. Like this person must be like heavily armored. Um, and the person like uh, crumples it just a bit as they are just kind of caught off guard by this. The person behind them like runs into them as they're holding this big heavy cap. And you see this person uh, has a almost like a Fu Manchu wispy um, like mustache as and um, they just look aghast as they see you. They see this person like bleeding and they look behind them. And you hear him say, what should I do? Boss has been hit. And the person's like, just fucking run, dumbass. I've got him. <laughs> um, and you know that there are at least three people up here. Um, as you have done your shot, this one person tries to bull rush past you. Um, just like, 
making nervous chittering sound the entire time, but carrying this like big golden calf um, and sort of like running past you. Uh, I got something for that. Meanwhile, you hear. Okay. Uh, yes, if you if you have a reaction, this actually you would technically. This game does have. If you pass through the square, you would get a free attack. So yes. Yeah, because I have a, a special melee attack I'd like to use, which is my. Do, do, do not draw fire, but body check, I think it's called. Or are you? Uh, uh, that's, that's your minor ability. Shoulder charge, yeah, my major. Sorry, uh, that's special your major. attack that can be used within 10 feet of an appropriate target. Uh, any standing character that weighs no more than twice the weight of the soldier. Okay, roll a melee attack. If successful, target is knocked over and stunned. Right. I think probably the spirit of the law is to have it be a full action, but I think in this case that makes appropriate sense, so I will allow it. Okay, cool. And that's a 11. So let's see, it would be, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and you're is doing that, that with. I think so that's a strength that, check. Uh, that's going to be strength check, yes. So for you, that's plus four, so it'd be 15. Mm -hmm. uh, and that. Great. So are you knocking them flat prone in front of you or are you sending them tumbling down the stairs? Because it depends which way you're throwing your shoulder. Uh, I am going to just knock them flat down in front of me. Okay. So this person is a lighter frame and you slam them to the ground and they you also hear the thing of whoomph sound as you knock the oxygen like the air out of their lungs and the golden calf smashes to the floor and it you see three like uh, of its like three sets of horns like three of them crumple and it's like the face oh, of the thing smashes into the side <laughs> and then it makes like ping 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 until it stops and then you hear like a voice coming behind you as a third person in this white armor says ah fuck there goes our bonus <laughs> ding elevator opens and you see that Dusty is like huffing some type of like a, like ancient Ming vase. Like his face is like all the way in it, and he's got a giant uh, Mars rifle and a sword. And you hear this hoof sound as he's like mm -hmm. huffing this vase. I, I feel like the the correct positioning would have been vase. Oh. <laughs> is, is it is this sniffling? Is it is this sniffling? Would you say it's a tromble sniffling? <laughs> a tromble bit sniffling. More, more like he's like looking for tromples, you know. Mm -hmm. Stuff is probably trombled. So yeah, yeah. He, you, you well, see well this, done in one hand. You see this mail you in front of you. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Poor Chris just showed up to watch the stream and he has no idea what's been happening. Where's, so, where's Bridget, why isn't John saying anything? What's happening? <laughs> uh, there's been a tornado. Sean and uh, uh, Bridget may be dead. We hope for their survival. They're and, not dead. Uh, they're, they're fine, everyone. Okay. Good. Uh, power of positive thinking. So, what do you do in the scene? You see that there is a person face planted 
the statuette you're hired to pay is bouncing around the floor. There's a person wearing white armor that has blossoming pinpricks uh, of like red coming from it that are writing themselves and like getting ready to arm a pretty intimidating arm cannon. And coming up from the side is another person that has like a large uh some type of automatic rifle that looks like it's been aftermarketed a whole bunch and is beginning to come to like to bear it right towards your companion all right uh so um yeah uh dusty would basically i can't think of a witty one-liner um shit brain fart uh I came here to smell art and shoot dirt. Uh, fuck no. <laughs> well, that's perfect. That's I came here to smell art and chew bubble gum and drops the vase. You look like bubble gum. And then starts to unload on them. Great. I want this to be the scene as there's a dramatic fight that's happening here with two. Well, you're slightly outnumbered. For and like for guys. now, meanwhile, up the your stairs friend... we hear, faintly up the stairs we hear, I've been married a long time ago. Shouldn't come from where'd you go? Where'd you come no, from? No. Cop, nah, so you, 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 you up now. <laughs> Logan, you're out of your anesthesia. You finish, you know, you get your home prescriptions and your PT. Uh, it looks like it's been Xerox 17 times. You know, it's like this very hard to decipher set of uh, uh, exercise you're supposed to do to get your leg up in perfect form. And you tromble back to the museum to help your friends with the heist. What you see is a lot of SWAT vehicles just <laughs> all the way around this. There are cyber mastiffs that are howling and, and like growling. And you see, like, you hear the sounds of intense firefights as there were raids from the police through the various emergency exits of this building. And you realize that you've probably gotten here a couple hours too late, and you're not <laughs> sure what's happening in there. Um, but what is your, your, your witty closing dialogue as we kind of leave this as a... Uh, okay. okay, got it. Okay. Um, Tell me what's the closing scene for this. Super tense. SWAT and cops are surrounding the building. Y'all killed a guard, y'all. You and like, oh, guards aren't real cops. They stick together, man. They stick together. <laughs> Even though you were just an innocent man trying to sniff art, they freaked out and you had to shoot him. That's his fault. Um, but as the cops are swarming, you know, megaphone. Well, we have the place surrounded and under cyber megaphones. Um, you do, you do hear in the distance. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Kind of <laughs> as uh, as corkscrew uh, walks up to the uh, the police line. Do you need a hostage negotiator? I'm an expert. I love this. <laughs> um, to black. Yep. <laughs> you see oh, ominously as the camera's fading to black that there are figures in white armor that seem to have what looks to be like your friends at gunpoint maybe and there is still like this sprawled form of this NFT trader that is being carted off on gurneys <laughs> um, oh, and being I would shoot him extra... twice <laughs> uh, 
with the uh, almost respected alpha male is deserved in this uh, capitalistic society. A yeah. poor victim uh. of this helpless crime as low-caste citizens um, are trying to steal priceless heirlooms from the museum. All right, That's so that did crime. not go as planned, and what you, do you mean? Mr. I, I think my plan went pretty well. I distracted the guards, <laughs> and while I think we all were distractions, the corkscrew did not fly in as intended. I think that was that was the only hiccup. That was you, the only so I decided that cork. Okay, so so full disclosure, corkscrew was not bitten by a radioactive duck. Uh, he had penile <laughs> replacement surgery. He wanted a bigger, more beautiful hog, and they gave him a corkscrew, um, which is they like that's a service they offer. Some people love it, and if you do, that's great. But it's not what he ordered. He just he, the the penis ballot was confusing. Anyway, speaking of, speaking of which, uh, Bridget is safe. Uh, yeah. uh, there was a tornado. That's why one of her hosts disappeared. Uh, the only she did suffer some property damage. Her fence has been ruined, but she okay. herself is, is okay. Right. So we're all very thankful. And um, climate change is real, y'all. Yeah. So um, that was our game. We do have some announcements. I just want to give credit where credit is due. Thank you to Michael Scott, Samantha Song, Logan Stahl, and Ryder Tost for letting us play your cool, cool game. <laughs> um, There's a I lot also... of great exhibits in the museum if you actually uh, go through them to sniff and or Why would anyone do art? anything other than what we did? We Honestly, <laughs> we kind of pulled the perfect heist. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone else can play this game because we did it so good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Show them how yeah. to do it. That's how you win. <laughs> That's how you win, indeed. D and D, a thing you can win. Yeah. It's just like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's exactly like therapy. I mean, Ian, when up? Will you please subscribe me some pit meds, please, please? Um. So all this said, um. We had fun tonight. Obviously, we are uh, sad that Bridget had to uh, leave us, but we are overjoyed that she is safe and look forward to seeing her tomorrow. Uh, the rest of us chuckleheads were here. I do want to thank uh, Bog Wizard for mm -hmm. our intro and outro music, Purple Miasmic Smoke, uh, which is the album. I'm all tongue twisted today. The song is Barbaria, oh, which is a banger. Um, just to make you all jealous, uh, their drummer sent me the audio recording they made of like them, like, hey, I had an idea for a riff and just singing the riff, uh, <laughs> which is how he does writing music, which is That's incredible cool. and amazing. Sense. It's, it's, it's such an so easy good. way to like get the yeah. concept down. No, it's it's brilliant, but it like he said that it, I was just like, I would frankly just listen to a, a full Acapella. length. Full length LP of you just making guitar noises. I he's actually did that really to cool. me. Um, because yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So we do have a few announcements to make. First, uh, this Friday, 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 uh, that's Monster Truck uh speak. But uh, WrestleMania is going to zap through time to run all over you, my friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lucas Mangum's blade job a book about wrestling blood sport blood ritual and time travel is out this friday it's 
this book is a long time it's about a lot of stuff but this book is a really long time coming lucas and i discussed this book back in 2019 um oh so it is it has been a while coming and i am so happy to see it uh being born uh we have a pre-order open for edward lee's uh backwoods an erotic horror uh novel uh, I just spoke to Ed the other day, and he has asked us to also get it out there as an audio book. So that will be coming soon. Another book that you may or may not have heard of um, is called He Led Us Into the Wilderness and Spoke to Us. Um, I, the bonehead publisher that I am, did have it misspelled on the website, uh, on the Manistar Press website. So if you're looking for it, you can still find it there as he led us into the wilderness and spoke to us. You can get it on Amazon. It's a fantastic book, and uh, it is by our very own Charles R. Bernard. Uh, I wanted to draw that copy. Cosmic Horror, Colts, like real, real history, real research. So definitely pick that up. It is incredible. Um, we have two games currently in the works from Madness Heart Games. Um, we're hoping to get those out really, really quickly, actually, because we're kind of wanting to take them to KillerCon. Speaking of KillerCon, my dudes, KillerCon is a, uh incredible writing conference from the kind of niche corners of horror, Spider-Punk, Bizarro, Extreme Horror. Um, we get a lot of different types of people doing a lot of different kinds of stuff, and... Um, a lot of y'all watch this for our role-playing game stuff. I will tell you, if you enjoy reading, find the indie book niche in your genre. Uh, I can tell you, since finding it, my entire definition of what horror is and can be has changed. There's incredibly cool authors. Uh, Rath James White, who published uh, um, Everyone Dies Famous in a Small Town Through Us, just dropped a new book um, that is fuck i've been staring at the cover all day and i can't remember the name he has a brand new book from clash books um anyway my point is that all of us gathered together um and KillerCon changed my life completely uh charles and i would have met uh still uh but killer con is the game that or the con conference rather that launched my career as both an author and a publisher. So if you have any interest in indie horror, if it's something you're interested in uh, pursuing, understanding, exploring, come to KillerCon, KillerConAustin.com. Uh, it's an incredible time and it's an incredible place and family. Um, and it is, I want to say $99 for three full <laughs> days of uh panels and events and the splatterpunk awards uh we That's will be honoring the, uh 9th through the 11th in august yeah uh, 11th through 12th or sorry 11th, 11th through 13th there we 11th go through 13th. yes yeah. in august in austin uh there is a hotel we have room rates so go to the website um it's oh i will also have i just got informed a special limited edition poster uh for sale at killer con uh i will probably sell them somehow later but 
if you want to get them without dealing with the postage and you want to get signed by me in person, personalize all that shit, you're going to have to come to the con. Is this the very, very special poster I'm thinking of? Yes, it is. Ah, good. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. And don't worry, I ordered one specifically for you. Excellent. Um, is this your nude centerfold? Because nope. <laughs> no, no, no. In a sense, in a sense, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a sense, it's the nakedest a human being can be. You know, <laughs> under the skin. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Under the skin. Is it a picture of your testicle? Yes, the severed one. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Because yeah. So, That's so what awesome. I did. I didn't even know. I was just hold guessing. On, hold on. Let me tell y'all. It gets better. Um, yeah. So I had my my crazy tumor removed, uh, and as Which I'm recovering way? from surgery on high off, high off my balls on oxycodone, Jay Wilburn, may his memory for for blessings, wife messaged me was like, you know, Jay wrote a story within 24 hours of surgery. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, well, okay then. And so I wrote a story. It is. Uh, related to the surgery <laughs> and I am printing that short story only in the form of collectible posters with the specimen cup with my severed testy inside it as the backdrop. Yeah. Um, awesome. They're, they are yeah. numbered. They will be signed. Uh, I will let you know how you can get those when you can. Um, it's the kind so of grisly, morbid shit that I just love. I'm actually going to put it on my wall. I, so. I would love to hang that in my house, but I, I, I don't think my girlfriend would approve. <laughs> but I, Why? Well, here's the here's a nice belong in the inside, not the inside. <laughs> not mine. This <laughs> would killed me. No, I would there. like one for the baby room. <laughs> Here, yeah, yeah. I think that's no, good. no, Mr. Paschke, Paschke, please. I'm going to make it into a baby blanket for you. Oh, thanks. Buddy. Here's here's the nice thing about being footloose and francy free the way that I am. There's no one to stop me, no matter how <laughs> bad my ideas are. No one. I, I will point out that my daughter and my wife both applaud this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Lee loves it too. He asked for one. So, uh, look, hey, make yeah. your own decisions, but I will have testy posters available for sale in the future. Um, Take your pain this, see, and turn it into art. I will say that much. You see what happens when Bridget's not here to fucking level us out? She looks like my a God. Geo duck. Um, friends, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on this ludicrous adventure we laughingly call wandering monster my name is john baldisberger i am charles r bernard ian servas <laughs> so inside you after my grandfather <laughs> passed away the mantle of oh, mr no. paschke passed down to me and skipped my father this was the largest <laughs> of my family as my uncle kevin is the oldest of my dad's siblings <laughs> That being said, it had to pass at least two other siblings before it skipped my dad to go to me. This, I must say, is why I am Mr. Paschke and not any of my uncles that are still alive. Or um, my cousin, Brett. That's right, Brett. I'm Mr. Paschke. Yeah, fuck you, Brett. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, if you can't wait that, don't worry because Bridget knows the shortcut. Yep. Ooh. <laughs>